Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lighted Paths Radio. I'm your host, Claire Capan. It's my hope that the information and interviews shared here continue to reach higher ground for us all and offer inspiration that speaks to the heart and potential of today's evolving humanity and world. I'd like to invite you to follow the show if you're interested in receiving notices about future guests here on Lighted Paths Radio. Just click follow on this page to sign up. You can also visit my website, lightedpaths.org, for more information. My very special guest, Yvette Silva, is a survivor. She is the founder of Revolution Embassy, along with the nonprofit Revolution Embassy Solutions, and has put together a tailor-made curriculum to get through the trauma of sexual abuse. Realizing the hardest thing for her to do in order to heal was to confront the silence. She's put those steps into a program in her books, Meditation and Prayer YDS, and the secular version, Your Journey Back. Her unique approach focuses on meditation for the mind and nutrition for the body with a focus of purpose for the soul. It's her purpose to bring healing to those affected by sexual abuse in order to restore health, hope, joy, and passion for those ready for a change. She's a certified Silva Method meditation instructor and a certified health coach working towards her master's certification with a passion for helping those ready for change. Welcome to the show, Yvette. Thank you, Claire. Thank you for having me. Yes, very good to have you here. And I know you have had quite a journey starting from your early years in childhood, which no doubt was the inspiration for your programs that you created. Yes, Claire. Uh, Actually, it was. I grew up in a privileged upbringing and in an upper middle class family. I never had to want for anything. Uh, we went, we traveled, we had the support that we needed from my parents. And it was a really, a really happy childhood, but there was also a dark side, a, a double side that my family really never knew about until I was much older, actually, in my 30s. And in this process, I found out that um, what I thought perhaps was something I wasn't quite clear about, but actually it did happen. And the first time that uh, I experienced sexual abuse. I I was five years old and 
it was later confirmed that it really did happen because I remember before and I remember after, but it was actually during that I didn't recall. And um, it actually makes sense now. I was taken to the hospital and was immediately isolated. They thought I had meningitis and I now understand why I get nervous if, when I get shots and and these types of things. It also happened when I was in second grade and third grade and fourth grade by a female nanny. And anytime I wanted to tell my parents, I let her know, and she immediately explained to me as a child that she was going to let them know that I was that I was bad. And when that time came and I tried to speak out, she she made sure that I didn't. So all of these secrets were still going on growing up, but at the same time, I really did have a, a very happy childhood, riding horses, riding motorcycles, traveling. It was like a double life, Claire. And this type of life that you're referring to is considered a trauma and there are many types of traumas that people have been through in their childhood. And this one that you had, it impacted your entire life, your adult life as well. And so now you are reaching out to help others who have had this type of thing. Can anyone who has experienced trauma, even if it wasn't sexual abuse, benefit from the work that you're doing right now with your program? Absolutely, Claire. Absolutely. I think what helped me get through the my adulthood was the stability of my family. And my parents gave me the, the foundation that I needed. And that's what kept me steady. And that's what kept me moving forward. But it did affect me in a lot of ways. When you have to go through something like this, it, it affects your choices that you do make. But it the program isn't just for sexual abuse. It could be sexual abuse, physical abuse, or, you know, verbal abuse. It's just something to help you initiate healing. And it's the first steps that you would take. By all means, if if you can get professional help, I definitely suggest that. But there are times when you can't. Maybe Maybe your age, maybe you don't have a car, you're too young, you don't have a car to get there. Or maybe you are old enough, but you don't have a car. You don't have the money to see a therapist or there are lots of reasons why you wouldn't be able to go get professional professional help. So what I wanted to do was create something to initiate and begin the first steps to release the pain that is buried inside. And it doesn't necessarily have to be from any of these abuses. It can be for a loss. It can be for trying to have better self-esteem or conquer fear. And these are, these are just simple steps that I did as a child growing up. So we talk about a vision board and not knowing what that was, not even hearing of that till I was much older. As a teenager, I would put photos of things on my wall of what I wanted to do, of where I wanted to go, of my goals that I wanted. So instead of a vision board, I had a vision wall. 
And these are the steps that uh, this step is, is also in the, in the program, meditation and prayer, YDS, and your journey back. So there are steps that I did. I, I put affirmations everywhere to tell myself I am worth loving. I am beautiful. I am trustworthy and these types of things. So these simple steps combined together are the program, and this is what I did to heal. And you did accomplish that in your life. You, you're in a much better place now from where you were when you started. And these things that you learned, you learned through many different resources. And I know that earlier when you mentioned that you waited a long time before you told your parents about the abuse, there was something else that held you back for a long time. What was that and why did you wait so long to tell your parents? Well, Claire, I, I, I really didn't have the resources. I didn't have the resources because I wasn't telling my family what had happened. So I wasn't able to get the, the proper help that I needed at an early age. And one of the things that I can tell you for me is that when you go through something like that, the perpetrator really instills fear. If you if, just imagine a five-year-old little girl. I thought I was six, but I, my mother finally confirmed um, in my 30s that uh, I was actually five. But when your perpetrator or the perpetrator is creating this horrific crime, you are told that if you say anything, they'll be back to hurt you or they'll hurt your family or who knows what they're going to say. But they, they, they instill the fear of not to tell. And when I did try to speak out with, with the female nanny, I was immediately uh, put back in my place by the perpetrator because she um, informed my parents that I was being disrespectful and, and rude. So, again, the fear, the fear wins. The fear controls your life. So it was later in your life when you were on your own where you could reach out for the resources that would begin to help you start your healing process. And you're passing a lot of those things on in this program that you have, the nonprofit that you have, and Revolution Embassy Solutions, etc., how would you describe these programs so that people can get an idea what are some of the ways that could help them? Well, everyone is different, and everyone learns differently. And I am a tactile learner, so I have to do things in order, in order to learn. So when I began creating the program, I wanted to ensure that I was touching all of the senses, I wanted to make sure that I was creating this for the auditorial, the visual, and the tactile learner. And there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of writing and a lot of journaling. There's simple guided meditation. If there, there, you can do any type of meditation that you want. There's definitely a variety. But there's, there's just simple guided meditation steps. And there is... There, is a release program. That is the first one. So when you have this pain in your heart, it, is, it, it, it fills it up 
And the first thing that one wants to do is to release it, release it and make room for the positive. So just imagine, let's say, well, let's, let's use the analogy of fire. Fire, you can see it. it. If you touch it, it burns you. Well, if you've got that fire in your heart, it's going to manifest in a lot of things. It could be anger. It could be shame, blame. It could be all types of emotions. And we have to get rid of that. We have to get rid of that pain somehow so we can make room for, for the positive, for the positive changes to start taking effect. So the first exercise is to describe what it is that is hurting you. What is, what is your block from being happy? What is, your, what is that event in your life that is keeping you from the next step? the next step of healing, of joy, or whatever, whatever that is where you have peace in your life. That's the first thing. So once you finish journaling that, then we go into the release program. I release all pain. I release all trauma. I release all fault. I release all blame. And I release all guilt because there's a lot of guilt that is, uh, that is associated with this and a lot of shame and a lot of blame. And then we go into the exercise, I am. I am beautiful. I am smart. I am worth loving. And then we go into living in the present. Because if our mind is focused on the past, well, he did this to me, she did this to me, this is what happened, this is, you know, you're stuck and you're not able to live in the present because your thoughts are always reliving the event, whatever the event is for you. If your mind is replaying old tapes from past hurts, you're not in the moment. You're not, in fo- you're not focusing. If you are constantly in fear of the future, well, what if this happens? Well, what if that doesn't happen? Well, what if this falls through? Well, what if I don't make it? Then your focus is on false fear. And so the exercise living in the present brings your focus and your attention back to this moment that matters, this moment right now, this moment for healing and releasing and gaining joy. And then in the, in the Christian version, we have God's time, and that is scriptures for getting back with the foundation of God and then in the secular version for with your journey back, it's about meditation and going to your higher self. I, I do say the Christian version, but it's not just, it, it's for all, all faiths. And then the secular version, your journey back, is for those that maybe aren't of the Christian faith. Or perhaps any um, particular religion at all, and and it's it's more of a uh, universal approach to a healing process that is um, more in a conventional term, uh, is what I hear you saying, which is called your journey back. So the meditation and prayer YDS is the one that includes some of the 
the uh, Bible verse support and prayers and so forth. And getting back to what you said earlier about starting the process with journaling, it sounds like what you're saying is you're allowing yourself to recall whatever it is that can come forward from your memories. You're writing them down. You're recording them. You're allowing yourself to feel those feelings as they come up. And you're journaling about all of this, giving time and space for that part of the journey. And then from there, you begin to replace some of those experiences with some of the things you said, like, um, you know, the positive affirmations and sure. uh, reclaiming your own power, uh, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the first step, Claire, is to confront the silence. And that is what I have really learned through all of this. If we keep it buried inside, we're not really confronting the silence, whatever the pain is. Maybe your uh, mom left or your dad left. It could be that, it could be that traumatic. But whatever your pain is, you have to confront it. Confront that silence, that silence that you keep in your heart. And that's the first thing that we have to do is confront the silence, Claire. And then from there, we address it and start moving on. We get rid of it. So the silent voice that's within that has not had an opportunity to express itself in the beginning now has that healing space. Absolutely, because once you confront the silence, it loses its power. It no longer has the power over you. It's very freeing, extremely freeing. And I know that you have some other techniques as well that you work with and can be useful for the listeners. Would you share a few more of those? Well, some of the, some of the techniques that we, that we use, Claire, and that we are going to be putting up on the, as modules on our website, there are, we address all of it. So there's going to be um, financial modules, how you handle money. There's going to be etiquette, how to um, give you a well-rounded tools to become a better person and to ultimately find your purpose and find what it is, your passion, and, and start living that. Yes. Yes, it becomes a new lifestyle for you. I know on your website, and, and I'm going to ask you to, to give us your website address for both of those uh, organizations that you have in just a moment, but on your website, um, you talk about how it's really about the balance of, of healthy living between body, mind, and spirit, or body, mind, and soul. And with that, um, there's an education process. There's the understanding of the things that would be healthier for your body because it's all connected. You talk about that as well. And then the mind. And a lot of your modules are the, the tools that help people to connect to really healing the mind and then the soul. And that within the soul, that would probably be your emotional body as well. Is that right? Well, yes, definitely. The, you can't heal one without the other. You have to be able to heal all of it. 
So you do want to learn the meditation steps and learn self-talk for the mind. And then for the body, we have our certified health coaches to teach you about proper nutrition and the effects of the food that we eat. We have a lot of processed foods now. We have a lot of things that maybe aren't, aren't that, very, that healthy for us. And it plays, food plays a part on how we feel. If we're eating sugar in the morning, well, we're going to get that boost of energy, but then we're going to have a crash. And when we are able to heal those two, then we can start working on the soul, which is the purpose. Why are we here? What are we supposed to be doing? And we do focus on that. That is something that we want to make sure that everybody finds, finds their purpose. Because, Claire, it doesn't really matter if you have experienced any type of serious trauma. You can be rich. You can be poor. But if you're not living purpose, you still have a sadness about you. You still are not a happy person. So the purpose for me doing this is to help other people confront their silence. That is why I'm doing this. But it can also be for people who haven't experienced such trauma but aren't, aren't really happy in their heart. And that doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or what religion you are, what ethnicity you are. It doesn't matter. So connecting with some meaning in life to feel that you're here for a purpose, that you make a difference in the world and in your personal life. I know that one of the things that that you have talked about in the past as well is that there are certain things in your life that you feel have given you meaning certain things in your life where you feel like you've made a difference in the world, your greatest achievements. Would you talk about that for a moment? Absolutely. Claire, my greatest achievements have been raising my two sons by myself and giving them the foundation that my parents gave me, but including my experiences and my journey, giving them that foundation, allowing them to have a voice. So if they didn't like something or, or they had an opinion about something, I wanted to make sure that they were able to freely speak about how they were feeling and let them have endpoint uh, impact and choices in their life. My greatest achievement would be raising them, being a soccer coach, being a baseball coach, going camping, just doing things with my kids so we build those memories and, and the time. That's one thing we can't buy, Claire, is time. And so spending time with them in in their process of growing up. I was also involved as they got older and uh, was was at their school quite a bit for volunteering to be on various organizations. Well, they knew that I would be there also. And they may not like it as teenagers, but I, I made sure that they <laughs> yeah. knew that I was there for them. That's been definitely 
my greatest achievement. I would have to say my second greatest achievement is personal, and that is for me to confront the silence and to be able to put my experiences down in this program, and now I'm sharing it. Being transparent is not easy. It, it's, it's difficult. The fear comes back up, and these emotions do come back up. But it is my goal and my purpose that if I can help one person, one person move through the trauma or find their purpose or help them get through anything that they're going through, then I have achieved exactly what I was set here to do. Well, and you are certainly in that process. You've already worked with people that are already making a lot of progress in their lives. And um, when you talk about how you actually, um, you, you still experience some of those feelings, some of those memories, and sometimes have fear, you have a whole new way of being with that in your life where it doesn't uh, throw you off. It, you, you're able to function in your life with a greater sense of ease and more balance. And that's what I've learned from some of the things and the techniques that I have seen in your program. Um, we just Thank have you, a couple Claire. of minutes left here. I want to make sure that our listeners know how to reach you. And I know you have two website addresses to share. Would you go ahead and share those now? Yes, definitely. If if you are in this situation and you feel like you are alone, you're not. You're not alone. I want you to reach us, contact us at www.revolutionembassy.org, and we'll reach back to you. This is something that we are going to go and heal and go through together. We also have a, our, our nonprofit which is www.revolutionembassysolutions.org. And either way that you get to us, reach out. Reach out. Confront your silence. Confront it. And I'll be here to listen and help you. Are there any parting words that you would like to share in regards to this program that could give us a little more... Um, reason to connect. I mean, I know that you've already shared so much already, but just the simple fact that you are stepping out into the world, you've confronted the silence within your own uh, life experience, and now through that, you have found meaning and purpose in reaching out to help others. What would be your, your parting words before we end the show today? I just want people to know about our organization and I want them to know that they're not alone and we are here. I can tell you that in, in doing all of my research, every 98 seconds another person experiences sexual assault. And every eight minutes it's a child. So I know that there is a need for this. I know that's a lot of people. And that's just in the U.S. So I want people to know that there are steps to move forward, release whatever blocks you have, and know you're not alone. And we're here. We are your first step 
to confront the silence. And there are real tools out there that can help people to embrace their lives with more meaning, purpose, happiness, joy that you talked about earlier. Okay, so once again, those website addresses, and they can reach you through your websites? Yes, ma'am, they sure can. www.revolutionembassy.org and www.revolutionembassysolutions.org. Thank you so much, Claire. Oh, yes. Thank you. And I hope we have an opportunity to have you back on the show and share some more of the content that you have in those modules. Oh, that would be fantastic. I definitely would. Uh, yes. I would love that. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank you for joining us. And thanks for tuning in to Lighted Paths Radio. I'm Claire Papan. Please join us again for more enlightening conversations. Be well and peace, everyone. Picture this. It's Monday afternoon and you're at Domino's buying a large three-topping pizza. You give the Domino's employee $7.99, plus tax, of course. Now, picture this. It's Friday and you're at Domino's buying a large three-topping pizza. You give the Domino's employee more than you paid Monday. You feel bamboozled. But then, you hear this. Domino's extended its $7.99 large three-topping carryout deal to all day, every day. And so you danced and ate Domino's. Carryout only. You must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.